just like any anything you can ever think of with like crazy camera shots where like <laughs> the camera's put on somebody's forehead or something to think of like getting tackled oh, you know terrible. in gear you, you put all your gear you know it's like helmets and shoulder pads and these huge huge people are tackling you it's nuts it was a crazy i can't even believe it happened i played one year of football Hey everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less cynical and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I am Macy. Welcome to episode number 48. I almost didn't make it through that <laughs> opening did, statement. Good job. <laughs> Gold medal. Okay, y'all. The topic for th- the night. This is going to be a um, ESPN sound. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in there. How We're announcing. Do, 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 do. I think that's it. <laughs> I don't watch ESPN, but I, I know enough. Yeah. Okay, so insert ESPN sound. And there it is. Sports. Sports is our topic tonight, everybody. <laughs> are you happy about this? Is it good? Is it a clap? Is it... You're sitting there listening to this. You turn it on. You had mild curiosity. And now we just announced it. And now you're not interested. Or maybe you're super pumped and you're like, sports, <laughs> I love sports. My whole identity is in sports. <laughs> I watch sports and I play sports. What are they going to talk about? We're probably I do love this idea of a generic title. <laughs> Very it's generic. just so broad. <laughs> it's like how both. could we? What are we talking about? I do like that. Like, are we saying? Are we unpacking the, the mechanics of sports? How it's the played? Rules? Of sports? Yeah. The like getting physically fit for sports. <laughs> are we talking about uh, fitness? Are we unpacking professional sports? Referees. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is this football? Is this chess? Is this dance? Is dance a sport? <laughs> we don't know. We, we, we have an idea. We have an idea. We Wait. both have. I mean, okay. If you like to hear two people talking about sports, this is it. You, you just found yourself in the, in the sweet spot. This is, yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the sweet spot of a curious conversation about sports. We try to be curious, so we're going to be as curious as we can about sports, which means we'll talk about it in a myriad of ways. But I think... Sports are, can we say they're universal? Mm, don't know. Sports I, are global. I feel inclined to say that. Sports feel like they are very relevant to they're most people. They're global. And universal. sports are. I bet they're universal. Growing up in suburbia, sports, like, there was no escape from sports. Whoa. You're and already getting into it. Already, this is good. Already just, just this is just a taste. But there's no escape from sports. I and just I like think how you're saying it. We all no escape. We live in a world in which <laughs> we have to encounter sports, whether we play them Ooh. or not. We have to think about Ooh, sports. We have to encounter like it. So everyone can relate. Scary force, a scary a thing scary coming what towards is this you. Sports, thing you can't of get sports. away. <laughs> Physical activity, I'm trying to get away. <laughs> I don't um, want it. Nope, it's coming. Can't get away. Can't, can't get away hide from sports. Yeah, so we're going to be discussing sports. <laughs> we're about to also give you like an outline in a second, just so you know what you're getting yourself into. But I will say a challenge for me, personal challenge. This will set the tone a little bit. <laughs> we're supposed to be helping people live a less cynical and more curious life. And, um, and, and even thinking about like, there probably are times where you look back at these episodes. We're trying to approach conversations with curiosity, but I probably do sound cynical sometimes. 
Well, I think I don't know. I think we talked about it recently that we are cynics trying to be curious. Right. Good point. Good point. So like. We, we ourselves are pra- trying to do this as well and inviting you to join us. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to probably sound a little cynical about sports tonight. However, I'm also going to try to be curious. Part of that is part of what, how we're going to conclude is reading some <laughs> listener comments. Mm-hmm. And actually, Macy and I probably have a slightly different take on sports. Yeah. I don't think we're like of the same mind. I don't think we are uh, like we are on some things. Um, like parties, I think we're mostly of of the same mind. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I would agree. So uh, I I did sense as we were doing that episode, it's like we're not getting another take on this. You know. <laughs> yeah, you and I have very different feelings towards sports. I'm mm-hmm. typically pretty like fond of. Oh, them. you're leaning towards the fondness. Fondness for like sports, like being a participator in oh, playing sports. Oh, 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 nope, 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 nope. Yeah. yeah. D- different perspectives. Different Great. perspectives. Great. So I'm saying no, 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 and I disagree, but that doesn't mean I'm cynical. No. I'm, I'm, I, I, but I do have to bring my opinions. Well, I'm curious about someone who isn't excited okay. to participate in sports. Uh, yep. And uh, so, and then, so what we're going to try to do is counteract a little bit of, well, I don't know, counteract, can add a little bit of nuance to all this with some uh, Instagram listener comments mm-hmm. and mostly the comments i've been getting and seeing are pretty positive towards people sports. value sports yeah yeah um, autumn who you hear about is a little skeptical probably a little bit more like me mm-hmm. my friend travis mm-hmm. into sports sedona we all know sedona she runs into sports mm-hmm. yeah they really matter so i think this we'll is those gonna comments be later i think this is gonna be funny because i am in and out on my opinions on sports, like this will be a true four and a five because I think a five on the we talk about the enneagram here, everybody. If mm-hmm. you're wondering, mm-hmm. a five on the enneagram is typically not into sports. I'm not a participator. Maybe not a participator. Parties, sports, group activities. I'm not doing it. Backing away. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't see a many fives being super invested. I guess maybe in research or watching and observing. Maybe yeah, maybe. and I just remember like um. Growing up, when you look at everything through the lens of the Enneagram, here's an Enneagram pitch. It, it, part of it makes you feel a little bit convicted about certain little quirks you have, but also some of it makes you feel less crazy. Because mm-hmm. I do look back at my life, and it was these things of, like, sports. I mean, it was like, it's, it felt like, again, we often think with the Enneagram, everybody was feeling this sense of anxiety that we did. Yeah. I was like, I have to go to the game today. I have to go to the game. I have to go to the practice. Mm-hmm. I have to talk to these teammates. Yeah. I have to put on a uniform. I have to be part of the team. You know, like this stuff all stressed me out. This is a little preview of how I'm going to be talking about it. But um, I do. Like every aspect of it, it's like mostly anxiety ridden. Yes. Of like excitement. Yes. And I do remember thinking this thing of like, this isn't sports, but this is just in the same vein. Uh, I do remember in the, I was, I was, I had junior high, so I had seventh, eighth and ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember in, in junior high, my seventh grade year was my first year of junior high out of elementary school. And I remember we had a dance. Mm-hmm. Did not want to go. And once I got there, did not want to be in the room. You know, I did like, not want to be in there. And, and I, and I felt so, I, I don't know what the right word is. I felt, crazy i felt there was something definitely wrong with me and i was like mm. oh i should want to be in there and it's like to I, I wish somebody I would have been like it's okay to not want to be in the dance yeah. room you know luckily they had like an open gym area which which again like i would have felt very i felt shame and and i felt like i was kind of a nerd 
for not going into the dance mm-hmm. instead of being like, I want to play basketball. Yeah. Whoa, sports. <gasps> sports. I played basketball instead of participating in the dance. In high school, I liked dances. I don't know what changed. It was a brief season of my life where mm-hmm. I liked dances. And I liked dancing. dancing. Yeah. I've never seen it's you dance. Thing. <laughs> seen me dance. I don't think I had, like went out there and had some moves or anything like that. I don't know what we're talking about now, but uh, is I, dancing I, a sport? I, 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 I me, and, me and Matthew are having Whoa. this conversation because it feels like it bridges sport and art yes. more than any other sport. I would probably say dance is a sport. I think, but it, not like I mean, a like casual high school dance. I don't know if that's a sport. No, I don't think. So. <laughs> Sorry, that was just a side note. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good, it was a decent question, valid question. Um. I just think there was this energy of like, um, I don't know who who are you going to dance with? What's going on? Like there was just a, a adolescent a high thing. school energy, high school yeah. boy energy to the whole thing. <laughs> high school boy you know, energy. what's going to happen out there in the dance floor? You yeah. know, that I probably was very done with probably by the time I was in my mid twenties. But did you dance in college at all? Well, everybody, if you've listened to this podcast, you know I went to. Seattle Pacific University was a private Christian college and they essentially permitted dance dancing my mid junior year. Wow. Not allowed to dance at really? our school. Isn't that bizarre? That's fascinating because I went and to I, the same and, school. And I had a dance party in my house for Halloween. When my you junior could, when you were year. allowed to dance? Yep. Co hosted by a girl I was dating. Wow. Yeah. She was dressed up as Veruca Salt. <laughs> And I was dressed up, oh, yeah, and I was dressed up as Usher, the musician. (laughs) Yeah, which I don't know if that, thinking back on that, that's really interesting. But he had an outfit on uh, in a a video called My Way where he was dressed up essentially as, like, the characters from A Clockwork Orange where he had this really cool black bowler hat and, like, I don't know. Cool, cool. I think it's, did you do blackface? No, then don't you. even say it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> um, all right, so this is about sports. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about dancing for a second, <laughs> but we're talking about sports. <laughs> okay, so on tonight's episode, should we go through the run? Here we go, yeah, it's time. Um, we're going to tell our sports journeys a little bit. We always start with a journey here, folks. Just a taste of what sports have meant to us and our own journeys and invite you all to think about your own journeys. That's sports. why we do it. Mm-hmm. We're telling our journey, and as we do that, it gets you in touch with your own journey, how it differ- how how it goes against what we're saying, how it, how it syncs up a little bit, maybe. And I think it also just goes to show, like when you take a topic like this, we all have our own journey. We've come to with this idea or this word or this thing, like sports. When we think of it, like we're bringing our journey to our definition of sports, and what we think of and how we like view it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So our journey. That's good. Um, and then we'll have some free form thoughts that are a little more structured. A little more organized this week. Yeah. So Scott's going to have a sport rant. I'm going to have a sport rant. <laughs> I'm going I'm to try to explain everything that's on my mind about sports and why I have some mental blocks with it. And I'll probably just rant. You're going to rant too? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't actually write anything. Okay. <laughs> so maybe we'll just have some more thoughts. You'll have a section. You, you'll have, I'm, I'm going to have a section. I'm going to have a rant section, and then you get a section, and, you, and you'll just use it however you want. Just start spouting off about sports, and I'll ask you questions. Okay, that's what's going to happen, and then we're going to close with listener things. Yeah. So we've got like some really good listener engagement that mm-hmm. I think will add totally different perspectives on our own, so mm-hmm. we're excited about Feel that. Feel free to comment 
on our Instagram even after this episode. We like to engage with you all. And feel free to skip through to the end of listeners if that's all you want to listen to. Yeah, we'll try to put the timestamps on this. If you're listening to this being like, I don't want the journey. <laughs> I want the listener comments. Or uh, I, I don't or want I the journey. I want the rants. <laughs> or I don't want Scott's rant. I want, you know, whatever. You can pick and choose. All right. So this is sports. <sighs> Here Got we you go. On the other side of this little musical interlude. Here we are. We're back, and we're going to talk about our journeys. Let's start with the what? Who's going to go first? I think you. I Me? think you're going to go first. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> okay. I, I think you have more of an epic uh, journey with sports. My, mine is very, uh, like, sporadic, herky-jerky, random, mm-hmm. not very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yours is pretty epic. It is. I'm going to have a hard time figuring out what I'm going to start? touch on and when I'm not going to. A, st- a first memory. Young well, Macy kicking around the soccer. Soccer, soccer okay. was the start. Soccer, honestly, and tennis were the sports that I played. Macy grew up very preppy. <laughs> Her four soul doesn't preppy. like to say it, but it's true. I grew true. up like in very like preppy <laughs> suburbia, and I was from a very young age put into lots Orange of sports. Vale. Okay, well, Just figured that out tonight. Did not know. That's where she's from. <laughs> I, I think I may have heard you say it before, and I've always assumed you're saying Orangeville. Orangevale. Does it make that a random of a difference? I, I think Orangevale sounds really silly to me. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> okay, so I grew up I, in Game of Thrones. I was saying Knights of the Vale, <laughs> the Vale, and they're like Orange Vale. What is a Vale? <laughs> okay, I've Sorry. never thought of it as strange, but vale. it's because it's like where I grew up. Orangevale is like a little. So you see how you just said it? Did you I almost said it? it like you almost said it like Ville. You said Orangevale. I think Orangeville. I, might, I think I might naturally say it Orangeville. Orangeville? Ah, Orangeville? Ah. I don't know. And now. We okay, know. so <laughs> so I grew up and I was put in sports at a very young age and I played soccer and I played in that sentence. Put in, in sports. sports. Interesting. I know. I mean, it's kind of placeholder like, on that one. <laughs> I was a sporty kid. I liked okay, I liked okay. it. Good. Good I to know. Good to know. I wasn't mad sporty about kid it. Um coming out from around. the beginning, I feel like my life was like very surrounded with activity. I grew up on a cul-de-sac in the oh, suburb. A cul-de-sac is a good vibe. It's a great vibe. And between there was Didn't ten kids. Thirteen mm. kids. No, thirteen kids between the age of me and my sister. Mm. So my sister's the oldest in the court and I was the youngest. And then there's all these kids and we played games. Mostly my older brothers and their friends played basketball like all yes. day, every day. Yes. And so sports was always like, just like what you did. You did You're sports. You're already bringing things up for me. This is great. And then, so I played soccer. It's California cul-de-sac, even better. California. Out at night, oh, friends running around, mm-hmm. It's like in the summertime, it's like 90 degrees still at like, 9 p.m. Yeah. So, like, you're still... Is it still 90 degrees? Yeah. I never lived in cul-de-sac, but I had lots of friends that lived in cul-de-sacs. My dilemma, and everybody knows this dilemma, because I did play sports. We'll get into that. But, like, playing football on the road, mm-hmm. playing whatever you're doing, frisbee, mm-hmm. and here comes the car. Here comes the car. 
You stop, gotta stop oh, the game. No. Yeah, but Colesack, not as much. Not oh, not as much at yeah. all. Um, and so they would play like full court basketball out there all mm-hmm. the time. I was too young to play and a girl, so I was mm-hmm. more like a cheerleader vibe. Mm-hmm. There was like that's a fascinating thing, but I think it was mostly age playing a big factor. Um, so I played more than just soccer and tennis, but those were probably the ones I most heavily played. I played some basketball. Um, I just did lots of camps. I did wakeboarding camp. Like I was like Wake constantly like camp. also preppy. I know. I know. It's <laughs> also <laughs> preppy. I did not, not play golf ever. I did not do mm-hmm. crew ever. Those are also okay. very okay. Okay. Sports, so you don't have that on your claim. record. Um, and then I would say the most significant. So throughout my journey of sports i also played lacrosse at one point to track and i have field. seen you wakeboard you're you're a good wakeboarder um i i'm not well i just i went to wakeboarding camp so like i had i learned it at a young age wakeboarding camp everybody <laughs> um <laughs> i was a part of a soccer team and this is probably the most significant part of my journey so i'll probably okay. just jump now right we've into arrived this. at soccer I was a part of a soccer team that when I was going into Got put fifth grade, team. I tried out for. Okay. And it was like a select soccer team. And what, what was the mindset going into that? Um, well, I'd been playing soccer for a while, and a lot of my friends were also We're all trying, trying out. out for the soccer team. Mm-hmm. And we tried out for, like, different teams. I want to try out for the soccer team. Yeah, because it was, like, okay. the thing you did, you had a couple weekends where you would just try out for a bunch of different teams. And I think the idea of trying out and making a team itself is appealing. Like, oh, I could make something and join oh, something, oh, and you get a phone call, some and it's people? like, you maybe. made the team. Yeah, maybe to some people. <laughs> um, oh, I am the one of the most competitive people. So, like, sports has always drawn out my, like, deep competitiveness inside of me. A balanced four, maybe. <laughs> maybe Three, I don't know. five, I'm oscillating not, back and forth. I, four wing five, four wing three. I am sometimes very aware of my competitiveness and can own it. And then sometimes I'm like, I'm not competitive. But I... Oh, anytime I've seen you play sports, you get, like, a very killer instinct look <laughs> on your face. I'm like, oh, who is this? Oh, I really flip a switch. So the idea of trying out and doing that was like right up my alley. I was pretty pumped about yeah. it. But I also at the same time had a lot of like weird anxiety around it. So I ended up joining this soccer team with a bunch of my friends. And there was like a lot of new people I met. And it was like a big commitment to do a soccer team. And you had to like go traveling together. And you bonded a lot. Mm. Like the people on my soccer team became my like most close friends and have you seen the lebron james documentary no you should watch it i bet it'd be nostalgic yeah probably it's, it's similar like he came from this crew they they did everything together starting like sixth grade to senior year like mm-hmm. they were the team hmm. you know it it kind of was that way and i think that we, we maybe in the rants we'll get to this but i do think sports are something that they're kind of an enigma, and yet there's also something very, like, good about them, and they draw out a lot of, like, we're drawn to them. Or at least we. some people who, are drawn who, to them. What, what do you mean by enigma? What's an enigma to, about it? Like, what is it? Like, what is a sport? Like, why are we, why have we as humans chosen to, like, that kicking a ball around and kicking it in a net, like, <laughs> gives us so satisfaction <laughs> in that, like, getting a group together and practicing with this, like, object and like coming up with these weird rules and all these things they're like 
without the context of being raised in it and it being normative, it's strange, is I guess yes. what I'm trying to You're, say. That's exactly my sentiment. And also, I would just say, like, on a different type of podcast, you'd probably get some sort of sort of history of sport and, like, the neuroscience behind what's going on w- with competition. Right. We don't have that. This is just a casual conversation. But wouldn't that be interesting, everybody? Go find it. I bet it's out there. I bet it is out there. I, I do think that sports, like... And I, it's not for everyone, of course, but I do think that for many people, sports is like a very healthy outlet. And there's there's a lot of mm, yeah, like beauty probably. in the like lessons that are learned through sports. I sound so cheesy. Okay, right now. okay, but this I is good. So You're cheesy. giving the side that I need. <laughs> this is why we're helping you be less cynical. Macy's currently helping me be less cynical. I'm I'm open to this information. I'm open. Yeah. So I'm a part of the soccer team, and we are like. Ride or what, die. What did you say? What did you another. say? I'm a part helping, of the soccer I know, helping team. Helping you be, uh, what did you say? What sports do to people? Um, Help people be on a team? <laughs> what did you say? I don't remember. I could what rewind I said. it. You just said something good, but everybody knows what you said. I don't. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I was distracted by Matthew for a second. Um, okay, so I was on the soccer team, and it was like family, but it was also like kind of drama. I somewhat mentioned this. I had like, I don't know. It was just like some chaotic coaching. And because I, okay. Here it is. I was a part of this team. OV crush. Well, not yet. Oh, not yet. Uh, Fair Oaks strikers. Whoa. (laughs) The strikers. Um, Everybody took it so seriously. Mm -hmm. This is, that is the weird thing is we all took it so seriously. Parents and the kids and like, families we were Mm -hmm. all so invested Mm -hmm. and so like it was like the drama in the lore of like certain points of my life because there was like this huge decision of like are we going to move teams how old how old i think i was in seventh grade and it like was very divisive amongst friend groups like some of my best friends stayed behind on one team and like some of us moved on and it was partially a parental decision and then partially like a kid-led decision and so it was like this weird thing and so we had this chunk of like nine people who were like had played for years together and we were like we need to find a team but we didn't have enough for a team so it became this like pulling together of people to like figure out like a league for us and a team for us. And then we became what is the OB crush, which wow. was my soccer team. And like, should we post, can we post your video? We shouldn't post the video, yeah. but I can post photos. Yeah. My, we shouldn't post the video. I mean, maybe we could. <laughs> is, it, is it violating of the people that were in it? Maybe. No, I don't think so. It's so funny. It I is know. I think <laughs> people would be interested. M- Macy has her dad made of like a, th- a 14 minute video of this OV crush. I watched it today. Okay. So to, to, OV reiterate, the team. to reiterate the seriousness behind how much sports were taken, <laughs> my family was very invested in like my games, you know, like they were like watching and okay, giving now let's just pause for a second for that and just say in a very non like just of objective curious way. What's what's going on there? Like, is it is, is it is it uh, is like it support Macy's? Living? Is it support Macy's passion for soccer? I think I think it's a lot of things going on there. I think it is like 
probably most essentially just this idea of like support and oh this loved one and you want them to do good and you just get wrapped up in it and yeah. it's like this natural way you can but, but are you like on the you're probably by ov crush time are you like eighth grade eighth yeah grade? yeah probably like seventh eighth grade okay are you like um six this mom and dad this is important to me i need you to i need you to support this team this team is is important I wasn't needing to say those things. Okay. It was already just, like, very much happening. Everybody thought it was important. Everybody thought it was important. And, like, our our team was, like, we had a lot of people and parents that were, like, the bonding of this team matters as much as anything else. And I, so we it's had... It's like talking about an alien nation. I don't... I, 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 I comprehend it. I know it exists. I see that it happened. And yet I have no reference point. And I don't know this. Yeah, I, I have like no other way to I describe see it. I see it happening. This team was the closest thing to family That's I really had. sweet. And like we had significant bonding parties and like mm. would just get together and just hang out. And the parents would just hang out. And like the whole like sidelines morales was like huge. Everyone knew everyone. We all carpooled to everything. So it was like it was this huge like conglomerate. Part of me wonders, like, my daughter's been part of a soccer team for, like, four or five years. Mm-hmm. All the parents know each other. They sit on the sidelines. I don't talk to any of them. I show up late. I, I don't come to most games. And I wonder if there's that, and I'm just so unaware of it. Uh, there might be. I mean, there was definitely some families, of course, and, like, there was, like, a core group of a mm-hmm. large chunk of us. And then as we moved to the OV crash, this is so funny. Mm-hmm. I'm telling this, this tale. This is really great. <laughs> this is really great. We, as we moved to I mean, the a OV lot of it, crush. Okay, a lot of this also, for me as a personal journey, was crush. I wasn't allowed to play goalie <laughs> when I was on the strikers. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. That, like, wasn't allowed because there was a certain player who played, and... There's okay, like a, a lot of player. there's a lot of like weird drama behind it, but I was able to play goalie in the OV crush, and that was like a big like step in deliberation. Or it was like I get to play this position that I like was better like I was better at goalie than any other Destined position to play. No, but it was that was like a move of my parents. I think trying to be like I want my daughter to be able to play what she wants oh, like that position. Okay. Um, so that was also a huge part of the, the drama. Um, but, yeah, it really was truly. How, what, how long did the OV crush last? Until my senior year of high school. Wow. I need to see some videos of that. Yeah, so there was a video for every year. Oh. There's striker videos. There's videos oh. of when I was, like, a baby, like, third grade. Oh. And it's, like, these nostalgic videos. We had end-of-the-year parties where we'd all get oh together and, like, have gosh. these big awards. My parents, like, were in charge of the party. No So my parents point. were hyper-invested. No reference um, point. So that was a huge <laughs> sports journey, but it also was, like, my best friends and, like, the people that I'm still pretty close with and, like, the relationships in those times are some of my fondest memories That's of sweet. like playing soccer. Like, see, so if we're trying to help people live a less cynical and more curious life, I'm I'm being more curious right now. I I, I skew cynical about sports, but here I am listening. Yeah, like here I am. I'm not saying like oh look at me listening. I'm so amazing. But I but we are trying to model it out. We're mm-hmm. trying to say this is about curiosity. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna trash on sports a little bit later, but I am listening right now, and I think you're making some good points. It's your own personal experience. It, it was good. My own personal experience of it was, I think probably the biggest gain for me was socially. Like mm-hmm. that was, that became my currency. And like when I was in high school, I didn't care too much about my social life in high school. Cause I had like 
so many good friends on my crush. teams. And then my I played tennis too at the same oh, time and yeah, was deeply invested in a whole tennis lore, but I can't get into a tennis lore. Mysteries <laughs> <journeys> a lot. <laughs> Sports was like everything to me. Wow. Um, and and I know you and even now I'm I'm knowing you more. I didn't realize how big. Yeah. Yeah, like I Think of my summers. It's a funny thing for an Enneagram 4. I know. It's so funny. Yeah. I would spend, like, a typical summer day for me would be, like, wake up, go play tennis for, like, oh. five to six hours. Oh, 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 And then oh, I would oh. go and have, like... What? Don't... No reference point. And have then soccer practice after <laughs> I that. I slept till, uh, in the summer, I sleep until 1, <laughs> 1 p.m. Sometimes I would. Sleeping. But if it was, a, like, there was a couple summers that were, like, very intense, where it was like all we were doing was sports, um, and for that I'm actually pretty regretful, like yeah. of like how much time I was investing in that. But oh, so we got some we got some nuance yeah, here. I don't we got know. Some it's excitement. We got some regret. It is nuanced. It's very fascinating. Now today I sit here, everybody. I'm 24 years old. I don't play sports really. I don't mm. do it. I'm not really involved in any teams. True. I you, you, am you, you, a lot you less athletic. In youth Greek. Youth group games. Now, it was really funny. Macy and I, at the beginning of the year, we did a leader retreat with the youth group, and Macy and I were on the same team for Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I'm Macy not good at Ultimate. Com- but yeah, I mean, you, got, you got the competitive vibes going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate it when I'm not good at something and I'm feeling really competitive about it. Yeah. We lost, everybody, just so everybody knows. <laughs> Macy was not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that we lost. I'm usually... <laughs> You blocked that out. <laughs> we did lose. Yeah. Oh, I was such... I did care about winning and losing in terms of <laughs> our soccer team. Like, a lot. <laughs> I was very I th- invested. I think if anybody okay. follows this podcast, they're probably pretty surprised. I know. This is... Sports brings out the weird, a weird side of me. Because mm-hmm. I am typically, like, an emo, artsy vibe. But I was thrown into sports. And that was a part of, like, there's no escaping it. And I kind of did a... Was fine with it. Placed in sports, thrown in sports, put in sports. <laughs> what was it? Um, <laughs> just to reiterate or to add on to the intensity of these sports things, have I talked about the strangest secret on this no, podcast? So I grew no. up with. Say it slowly. <laughs> have everybody know. Headline. What are you talking about? The strangest secret. The strangest secret. I grew up with the, hearing this like audio tape. That was called The Strangest Secret. <laughs> this, is, this is gonna be funny by for people. Earl Nightingale. Oh and my gosh. I, on the way to every <laughs> soccer tournament, whether it was just me and my dad in the car, me and my mom, my dad, or me and all of my friends, my dad would have to. A move. A uh, would move. have to be like, here we go, everybody. Let's visualize your success. Wow. Let's listen to Earl Nightingale. And we'd all listen to this. And it's Gosh. like the strangest secret is the secret to success is believing in success. I have so many thoughts about this. Part, most of it, emotions. I have emotions too. Part of me is like so inspired. I'm like, cool, that's awesome. And then part of me is like, oh, wow, what is it? (laughs) It's a lot. It is. It it was, I think we. Look it up, everybody. I'm sure you can YouTube. I'm sure it's out there. The strangest secret. Our soccer team, if you were to break down every player, we were not. We should not have been as good as we were. Like if you really were Mm. to. And we had like very weird chemistry and we were all very determined. And there's some. Part of me that's like, is it because we all listen to the strangest secret Maybe. so much it, it, on the way possible. to tournaments? <laughs> seems it seems like it makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. So, I 
I still like I have to unpack a lot of this sports stuff. <laughs> like it was it was Yeah, well if you were wondering what the heck are they gonna talk about? Life. Here they here we go. So that was my journey. Sure. And then throughout That's it. That's college, the journey. I did some intramurals and whenever a chance Didn't comes, know that. What kind of intramurals? I did badminton with Jess. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um and Jay Stuns? Jay Stuns. Jay Stuns has been my sports pal from the beginning. Badminton. I could just see that sports angry oh. focus look with badminton. That sounds that sounds really funny to me. <laughs> get I, that birdie going. I get like embarrassingly into it. <laughs> I know I've seen it. <laughs> and I can't I can't help it. It's like a very um and I'm out of control when mm. that happens. But it's there's something maybe cool about that. Yes. You can get lost in it. We're just talking about the reality of sports, what it feels like to participate. This is my journey. Yeah. I think we should go to your journey now. We'll probably should take a break. Okay. Um, when we come back, we'll hear my journey. I'm Scott, co-host. <laughs> Scott's got his own journey. My own journey. When, when we, we come, come back. Okay, we're back, everybody. I'm gonna do my journey. Here we go. Just so everybody knows, and, and and this is this is intentional. Okay, so we do these episodes. What we're trying to capture is a real conversation. We're sitting in a living room. Okay, we have people sitting around us. It's very organic. We're talking. This is a conversation. Mm-hmm. So this is not pre-planned. I haven't. I, I know that we. I know that we've been planning to talk about sports. We're gonna talk about sports. But I. I don't. I don't. I haven't planned out my journey, conversation. So this will be new to me. Here we go. I know. Uh, isn't it interesting? Before you go, yeah, please. Like as we share these things, it's fascinating what we choose to just randomly yeah. bring up. And sometimes I'll go back. Why did I share about that when this other thing happened? But in conversation, just certain things. This is bubble. what I chose to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's interesting. Just so you guys understand what it's like to record a podcast. That's really interesting to go back and listen to a conversation. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole side note. But um, I'll, I will just say, for me personally, my current status, my current state, is that I don't, I don't participate in sports. I'm not a sports person. I'm not sportsing out in the <laughs> world. I, I, I just am a guy living. I, I am. Uh, I am. Uh, I participate in fitness. <laughs> sure, you run. I Running run a is lot. A sport. I lift weights. I do yoga. I like to feel good, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not doing any like competition now. I do also have a passion for bouldering. Ooh. So I don't know if you what do you call that sport? Probably. I, I think it would be a sport, but also running. You run. Yeah. But I think the competition thing is bouldering is really fun, and I do love that it's sort of a sort of a a great counter type counter argument to sports because it does feel very solo hmm. very personal hmm. uh it, it's competitive but in a completely different way it's really cool bouldering is the bee's knees bouldering is the bee's knees you heard it here on yeah. no small yeah. thing <laughs> um 
So I, I'll just say, I think I, similar to you in the sense that like sports just seem to be assumed. Yeah. Like you're going to, you're going to play sports mm-hmm. and also like, it's something you do on the playground. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we can start with the earliest versions of like four squares. Oh, sports, four square. You know, I loved four square. Yeah. And I, I was out on, the, I was out, out there playing the games, mm-hmm. playing the sports, mm-hmm. you know, in a recess. Me too. Uh, four square, basketball. Kickball. Kickball. Tetherball. Soccer. Oh, tetherball. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and, and this will play into my rant, but I do remember fourth grade. I know exactly all the people. I know, you know, it's a culture. Isn't that interesting? Think of a whole year. Yeah. A whole year of your half hour recess. Yeah. Half hour recess is when the real football game starts. I was playing football. Um, I had a portable. See, wasn't planning on saying this, but here I go. Um, football, going out, we're playing football. And I do remember so many times, very poignantly, even looking back now, like thinking, didn't do well during that recess, and now I'm sad. Can't focus on oh, can't focus on my Because you didn't do well work. in your football game. Yeah, I'm so upset. Hmm. And that's one of my little mini, mini beefs with sports. Oh, is it can like throw our attitudes off and you're like, just so wrapped game. up in it. Yeah. We're just so wrapped we're up in so it. So wrapped. You know? And then we're talking about it. We're angry. We're arguing behind as our teacher's trying to talk to us. We're like, oh, and then you did this, and that wasn't fair. It brings out something in us where we all of a sudden, like, feel we can be meaner Mm -hmm. or, like, it Mm -hmm. just, we get so lost in the sauce. At least I do. Lost in the sauce. Yes. uh, 100%. (laughs) That's, that's, That's exactly right. And then I remember, you know, progressing through high school, not high school, um, elementary school, recess. Recess was the big thing mm-hmm. but then i Were did you put in organized sports at all no nah, i did t-ball i was like uh, for me it really truly was very casual very mm-hmm. recreational like a, a t-ball team a baseball team and it was all just very like it just was not on the level that you ever experienced mm-hmm. um yeah i was like in like soccer camps yeah all the time and there was no team there was no through line there was no like culture there was no community yeah. i was i was like on rec basketball teams basketball ended up being my favorite sport until still to this day is my favorite sport it's the it's a sport i feel like i'm the best at Mm. um part of that may have had to do with like uh at our church which my dad was a pastor at we had a basketball court and i had keys and and i could go whenever i wanted i'd invite a lot of my friends but um there did start to be a time i think i think this could be like my journey my journey probably all hinges on middle school mm-hmm. which for me again like i said earlier was junior high because mm-hmm. i think up until that point i had a very fairly like nice happy easy casual relationship with sports i mean ups and downs of course like sports brings that out in people if you're competing you're going to get emotional but like so emotional. yeah all of a sudden it came to like some tryout things hmm. and i do remember the thinking tryouts. the tryouts and i do remember thinking like in recess i'm good at basketball yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of short and quick and um, whatever it is. And, and, and in junior high, mm-hmm. you had to try out. So I remember seventh grade did not make the basketball team. Hmm. Eighth grade, uh, and this is just my own personal journey. A little, And this is an Enneagram 5 thing, too. Between seventh and eighth grade year, I really took it upon myself. I'm, like, I'm going to improve. I'm going to work on my left hand. I'm going to work this. on my... Yeah. And I there was a a little basketball court down the street from me, probably like half a mile away. And I remember 
walking to the basketball court, mm-hmm. dribbling with my left hand, hmm. working on my stuff. And I'd go do all these little drills yeah. for a whole year. I do think sports brings out some like sense of discipline. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can set goals in sports. Yeah, but here comes a journey. Oh, here we go. Did Trying out it? again. Did not make it. That sucks. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, I'm like, All well, this work. Yeah, well, forget it then. You know, it's like basketball. Uh, I, I, then I did football. Football. Intense. I, seeing you play football seems like oh. a, a wild just image. It's a crazy thing. I don't, I don't know how anybody plays football. I mean, it was just like any anything you can ever think of with like crazy camera shots where like the camera's put on somebody's forehead or something to think of like, Getting tackled, oh, you know, terrible. in gear, you, you put all your gear, you know, it's like helmets and shoulder pads and these huge, huge people are tackling you. It's <laughs> nuts. It was a crazy, I can't even believe it happened. I played one year of football. All I remember is like, we would get worked <laughs> to death <laughs> because it was like our school. So we had, we had practice every day from three 30 to five 30. Oh. And you just get worked to death that we like all drank out of these like funnels <laughs> like or this trough, you know, yeah, we all this is water trough. And I was like, oh, I'm so thirsty. He's like, we're horses or these animals. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, I'm not in love with this. And I do remember thinking like my friends are like obsessed. They're like, oh, yeah, we're getting shape. We're going to win. You know, and I was like, eh, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't want to get tackled. Yeah, I, I remember. And I had come a year late. Like I, I joined this team a year late. I remember my friend Titus was like the kind of the star quarterback mm-hmm. and going into high school, he really did become like the quarterback, the yeah. star high school quarterback. And he and I were super buddies. Hmm. And I, I remember like we lost to a team. Hmm. I, I went to J- Meridian junior high. We lost to Sequoia. I remember. See, I remember. Oh, you remember this. And I remember, wa- I remember riding bikes home with Titus and he was so upset, hmm. like crying. Hmm. And I was just like, I was like really thinking because like, of the game. Yeah, I was like, "What is the big deal?" I remember, oh, and, and and the question um, itself was offensive. You know? Yeah, I would. What do you cry. mean? It's a big deal. <laughs> We're a team. You know, I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I'm just gonna go home and play video games. <laughs> I, I don't understand. We lost. You know, I, I, that's that's been my thing from the beginning. Like that is so funny. Yeah. I, this is just a side note. I played goalie, and I would if I got scored on, like cry in the goalie Ooh. box. Like, and, and that's where you're saying, I mean, you could make the argument that it's a good thing, an interesting thing, a noble thing. To cry? Yeah, but my 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 initial impulse is like, guys, sports is making a fool out of us. No, it is making a fool out of us. <laughs> you can look at it, okay, I think in... A, I'm kind of getting my rant mode a right multiple, now. A multitude of ways, though, because you could see sports as being a means of which you're able to tap into maybe emotions that are hidden within you. Good point. Fair point. And it's just an outlet for it. But I don't know. An important point. I think it's valid. So I had the football and then um, you know, I, I, I was in little league. I did baseball. I did I did all the sports. I was decent. I was I was a good good little athlete. Athletic. But I was not guy. like uh super into it. I was all I guess in the background, I'm trying to think back in my mindset back then. I, sports always felt like sort of an obligation or a distraction. I was like, oh I gotta go to my game today. I guess that's what people do. Humans go to games. They play baseball. Here yeah. I go, playing baseball, warming up, playing catch with my buddies, warming up, <laughs> warm up my arm. You know, I'm just thinking like, <laughs> oh I was never like doing? pumped about it. I was like, I guess this is what you do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I was, I was really in the back of my, the really ride. in the back of my mind. I do know. I was like, why, why do I have to warm up? Why do I have to play catch with this person? 
<laughs> I was never really thinking those things. Yeah, I was always. <laughs> always. <laughs> so interesting. And I do think by the time high school came around, it was gone. No sports. No sports. No sports. Um, you were you did music stuff, yeah. I was, I was fully on new music. I mean, that could be an episode someday. I was choir. I was I was band, jazz band, jazz choir. You kind of pursued what you were into. Or were you, you into that? You can make the argument that I was pushed into that too. I, I I don't think I was like being super authentic. Okay. But uh, I was, I mean, I mean, I do remember, I do remember giving a tour of like our junior high when I was like a sixth grader, and a cheerleader said, "Girls really like choir boys," and I was like, "Oh, all right, I'll do it then." <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's all it took. That was something, yeah. And I, I do think if you're thinking of like a four wing. I do think something about being musical made me feel separate from like the typical jock, hmm. you know. So that you're was like resisting that. Yeah. Gosh, this is bringing up a lot. I'm a Even jazz band. Sports and the idea of trying out and like showing your coordination and athleticism, mm. like it's in terms of like a societal like emphasis on like a person's agility and coordination. It feels very. It feels a little cringy. To be yeah, honest, it's tough. It's and it tough. feels like the messages of sports and like performance are cringy a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little know. cringy. It's bringing, That's a great it's way of saying these it. things up. I don't we don't know. quite know how to unpack that cringiness, but it has some cringiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and then I I'll just say like um, I, I I will say I've I've always okay this this will this will be a preview to my rant coming up. Okay. Um, watching sports mm-hmm. That's part of the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, watch sports growing up. I, I had baseball cards collected. Oh. I watched ESPN. I watched baseball tonight. Part of me, I think as a five, I was really into the stats. Oh, you're just like yeah. in the info. Yep. And then at some point I think I just gave up. I was like, I can't keep up. I can't, it's too much. So I'm, I'm not, I'm out. If but I can't know it all, then yeah, I won't know it probably at all. That's part <laughs> of it. Um, but I, I, I do remember just being like, kind of having a natural relationship with sports, whether I'm playing or watching or whatever. And then at some point I was just like, I'm done. Yeah. It, it wasn't a big aggressive, like I didn't have some sort of big moment where You're I like, made an announcement, but it just kind of gradually. And, and then, and then, um, yeah. And, but I will all say like, I've always enjoyed casually playing sports. Like if somebody's like, you want to play a game of basketball? I'm like, yeah, I want to play a game of basketball. I'm just not really invested in it. Yeah, you're not you're not buying into the culture of sports. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Yeah, that's my. I guess that's my journey. There's so obviously so much more to say, but um, I think this was a a nice journey. It helps me get to know you a little bit more. Mm, interesting. Okay, there <laughs> we go. Sporty Scott. You're singing. You're singing in real time. <laughs> Macy and me getting to know each other more about through through, through the lens of sports. Through the lens of. I, I certainly know a little bit more about you now <laughs> with the sports stuff. Even though I knew that about you, but hearing you talk about it. It's weird. It's yeah. so weird. We're all so weird. Okay, so are coming we coming up as the rant? Coming up as a rant. I'm gonna rant about sports. Scott. Yep.
right, everybody. Uh, I have some. I have some opinions about sports. So I I don't follow sports. I don't invest in sports. Don't buy into. Yeah. The, like pop culture sports. I don't. I don't. And so Bye. it makes me necess- It seems. It seems that it makes me awkward sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I seem to slightly offend people. Okay. Um, I throw really? people off. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like uh, everybody. I've said this on the podcast, but I'm a, a white male living in Seattle, approaching forty. I think. I think my perception is I'm expected to be following sports. <laughs> so it's. It seems like a natural icebreaker. People are like how you know how about how about the Seahawks? I'm like. I know who the Seahawks are. I grew up in Seattle. There's been They're times where I've team, known right? some <laughs> players. Don't really quite know what's going on with the Seahawks these yeah. days. And I'm actually, even if I did, not really interested in talking about it. So, sorry. <laughs> you know. Um, Do but you say these things? Not like that, probably. But uh, I get awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, this is a bit of a journey, but it's a bit of an explanation. I think one of a, one of the... One of the deal breakers to me and one of the signifiers that it was coming to an end mm-hmm. were some key Super Bowl parties in college. Oh. The Super Bowl party to me represents Ooh. What everything represent? unsavory to me personally. So I'm not going to judge anybody that likes a good Super Bowl party. First of all, I have ADD. I'm introverted. And... Also, not that interested in sports. <laughs> so it's like everybody's like, we're having a Super Bowl party. So first of all, here's the, here's the thing. If we're going to do Super Bowl party, let's watch the Super Bowl. Okay, trying to get to know the players, do a little research, know who's <laughs> going on. Here comes a play, and somebody's like, how are you, how are you doing? What's <laughs> going on with you? And I'm like, wait, wait, wait I'm are we watching <laughs> the game? And everybody's walking around talking, eating Really cruddy food, so I'm already feeling like lethargic and cruddy. Dim, <laughs> dark rooms, really ugly, strange carpeting. I'm just like the room's spinning already to me. You know, thinking about like this the like- game, the game. Oh, you know, lots of noise. People are talking. You know, like ah, oh, the game. Like I could, I could really get into like the a movie theater type situation where we get some popcorn and we watch the game. But you it's like, that, like it's a social it. event. We're talking. You know, and then and then you add in this element of like random acts of like aggression, <laughs> like we're all talking. So now, so now, like, okay, I'm not watching the game. I guess I'm hearing about this person's life. Oh yeah, that's hard. Yeah, oh, oh your job, and all of a sudden out of nowhere, what the hell? Did you see that? You know, I'm like, wait, are we mad? You know, it's like, what? No, screw that call. You know, and everybody's yelling, and I'm like, oh yeah. What happened? Well, then this happened. Here's the replay. And then and then another person sidles up. What's going on with you right now? How's your life? You know, I'm like, what? I thought I was supposed to be yelling yeah. right now. Or yelling. All the just tumultuous nonsense. And I'm just like, I'm not into it. This whole scene, I'm not into. Yeah. In any way, this is not enjoyable. I think I could get into that scene. Oh, in the right mindset, because it's like you get wrapped scene. up in like the competitiveness, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, but then people trying to talk to you, talk to you about their life. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did go to like some Seahawks games where it's like you see sort of like a hyper aggressive side of certain friends that like are yelling at other people. You know, and people. Fans. Yeah, I didn't like that. It brings out a weird thing in us, like we. 
we idolize these teams and we identify with teams and we so like, emotional. We are so wrapped up in how this team does, and it's relatively arbitrary in our own lives. Like, if anybody follows the, the Seahawks, we're Seattleites. There was a. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. Guys, I don't follow it very well, so I'm gonna get it wrong. I don't remember what team we're playing, but there was a big play. I think it was the playoffs. Could have been the Super Bowl. Probably the Super Bowl, actually. I don't know. Where there was a big play where, like, we should have uh, handed the ball off to our running back. See, I don't even. Uh, I, I don't know anything uh, about football, so. So, so. <laughs> see, the thing is, I don't. <laughs> handed it off to our running back. Is that the right phrase? Um. And we passed it, and it got intercepted. We lost the game. And, again, I'm talking about the emotions in the moment. Mm-hmm. Inappropriate. I want, I want to say that from my perspective, everybody, out there watching this game, the emotions were inappropriate. By the people? Anger. Mm-hmm. Shock. Terror. Like, just, like, extreme emotions. <laughs> you know, I'm like, guys... Please, everybody, this hello. Is, this is what I'm saying, though. With this sports, <laughs> this arena, this, like, the, like what we've created in sports has given people a place to t- have those emotions. I know, I know, I know. And listen, I'm really wanting to be open-minded and no, not cynical. I, and, I'm not saying that's right. And that's a good counterpoint. It's a good counterpoint. I just, do, I do think it's, like, it's a way we unlock and tap into those emotions. Yes. How can we be doing that in other ways? Maybe it's not the healthiest way, but it's a way that's happening. It's a way. I see it. So, so guys, I guess what we're saying is, like, we're not necessarily saying Scott has the, the best view. We're, we're saying Scott has some reactions mm-hmm. and responses. That's all we're acknowledging. I, I am sure there is a significant amount of people out there who I'm are... I'm overwhelmed. Also overwhelmed by By sports. the energy. Sports bar? Yelling? Oh, no, I didn't do it. The, the, that's the, that's, it's the cacophony of stimulus mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. around sports. So mm-hmm. think about that. Like I'm talking about like a Super Bowl party, but go to a sports bar, and it's like you got the flashing lights of the televisions, the, the, the people talking over the game, the, 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 the loud noises, the eruptions of emotion. I'm just not excited about that personally. Yeah. Yeah, I think I... If you are, great. I'm so happy for you. In the right mood, I could be into that. And in the wrong mood, I could be like, this is stupid. Um, but I, 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 There's no mood that I could ever be in that could be there for that. Really? I think there's Because it's overwhelming times, to me. There's it's like some camaraderie vibes no. and... I can I can see myself getting behind it like Olympics watching the Olympics with people I'm like very here for nope. Nope, no no not nope. even the Olympics no I'm not really mm. that I mean I just this is bringing up something like for some reason I think there is a social contract hmm. for watching movies you know like for I watching I movies yeah I just went to Ireland mm-hmm. and the night I got in I was like I've got to see Avengers Endgame I've got oh. to see it. And I went and watched it at a movie there. It's like, here it is. Oh, I, when I watch Avengers, I feel, when I do that, I feel like I'm, like, losing my uniqueness. And I'm like, oh, oh you, I'm participating in society. Gonna watch, you're not going to watch Avengers? No. Oh, okay. That's uh, respectable. <laughs> I, I like Avengers, but I respect your decision. So, yeah, go watch Avengers for three hours. But we're all there watching it together. That's the thing. It's like this social code. Like, we're watching the Avengers, everybody. Nobody's getting up and talking and coming over and asking how you're doing. Mm. But for some reason during sports, that's appropriate. And so that's, I think, one of the things that overwhelms me. Oh. I'm like, we're all talking and watching and yelling and screaming and 
mulling about and, and also other things are going on. I don't understand why that's appropriate. Let's watch the game. I think because watching a full football game and paying, I mean, for some people it's very fascinating, but for a lot of people it's relatively If boring. I was going to choose like to do like a year of watching sports, mm-hmm. um, to, to experience in an optimal way, I'd probably say I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch these games by myself. I'm going to sit and watch the game. Hmm. I'm going to talk to Not with anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would never. I don't, I don't watch sports by myself. I don't really watch sports, but I did watch tennis growing up. But yeah. that was just like with my tennis, family. Now, that seems challenging to watch. Oh my gosh, tennis is the best sport to watch. Oh yeah, no, no I no, think no. tennis is the best sport to watch because it's... No, there's no sport I enjoy watching. Can't even think of it. Do you... I like watching highlights. Oh, if Somebody really? says, here's the highlights of the Warriors game. Um, look at all the little shots Steph Curry made. Bam, 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 bam. You know, cool. 20 seconds. Cool. Wow. Look how talented he is. You know, but I'm not going to like sit and enjoy watching some three hour long sporting event. Yeah. With my freaking time. <laughs> yeah. I could get into like long tennis matches. I, w- I used to always watch all the opens. <sighs> all the opens. This is preppy kid. Here. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think for me personally, I think you're making a point of it being like an, an outlet. Mm-hmm. And that's really important. And I do think I, I I've I've brought this conversation up with so many people over the years, and I've had I've had people say valid things to me that seem seem compelling. One is like it's a metaphor for life. Like you try and you fail and you try again and you work hard. It's it's teamwork. Mm-hmm. So you can apply like you know whatever is going on in any sort of sporting event where there's a team to to business to marriage to you know anything, mm-hmm. and that's cool. It's a unique... I'm still not interested in, in, in like, I've got it. That's my mentality. Okay, I've got it. I don't need to keep watching games. Mm. Cool metaphor. And now I'm going to go about my life. Move on. (laughs) I think (laughs) for some people, it just really is, like, naturally really enjoyable for them. Yeah. And I think that that plays a huge factor in it. And, like, I know for myself as someone, I'm not that... I've, like, lost a lot of my athleticism. I know that I would, like... That's a statement. That's a statement. Oh, I don't care as much. I've and I lost don't. some of my athleticism. Is that? I, I don't what know. What does that mean? I, well, okay. What I'm trying to say is I've lost like, it. I. Where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> athleticism. In terms of being low. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you lost your water bottle. <laughs> okay. So you might see my athleticism. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So where did it go? I'm not as fit as I once was. <laughs> You've been doing yoga. I do think that sports for people like me who like I don't like just running mm-hmm. or just exercising. Like for you, you're very satisfied and enjoy just the exercise itself. Well, it's a very isolating solo experience. Yeah, and for me, I typically don't like that and needs something to stimulate my mind and probably my emotions to get me to be in my body. Mm. So I do think sports, a spiritual yoga practice where somebody is drawing your attention to what's happening spiritually while (laughs) you're doing it into the emotions. Now that is nice. Mm. That's, that's a nice way to exercise. (laughs) Um, So I think that sports can be like helpful in terms of, being fit. And I think being fit is 
generally a really good and healthy thing. And for myself, like I think if I were to join a sports team, it would probably be a good thing in Ooh, my life. Oh, join I think a sports team. It would like team. help me to be more active and it would be f- get out some probably some competitiveness that's like within me. Or draw it out. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I this is where I think like the the the, the research and the brain science and all that would really really helpful. I, my my guess is that competition is good for us. Like drawing that out, having an outlet. Maybe or maybe it's perpetuating the idea that we should be competing with one another in sports is. Yeah, I don't like know. Like a mechanism of this weird. But sports does seem to be mostly a healthy outlet. Now we're switching roles here. I I don't like the I we don't are, we're switching roles. I don't like the 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 um the viewing of it the viewing culture. Yeah, the industry getting wrapped the up in sports it. industry yelling at each other is I don't think a good thing. Yeah, I think sports have gotten the lost obsession in. I don't I don't find most of I don't find most people that I know that are tracking with sports the lifestyle and the way they're engaging it to be the appealing to me. Hmm. It seems so stressful. And and just a side note, as everybody know, no, nobody knows. I was, I was going to say, every, as everybody knows, nobody knows. Maybe some people do. <laughs> I, I try my best not to wear sports hats because it's causing me so much stress. That- I've had really scarring. <laughs> like I lived in LA for a little while and I like the look of the LA Dodgers hat. I think like there's something very iconic about the New York Yankees hat and the LA Dodgers hat. So I was like, okay, I lived in LA, so I can now wear this. And I I got even in Seattle yelled at by athletics fans. Oh, oh, LA sucks. You know, <laughs> athletics all the way. You know, and, and I for, I forget that I was wearing the hat. And I'm like, why did they yell at me? And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, my daughter at the time who was probably like nine. I I think you're wearing a Dodgers hat. I'm like. Why am I? Why am I getting yelled at? I don't want to. I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> why are people yelling at me? Jeez, and maybe it's all in good fun, but I don't. Doesn't wear a Dodgers. I hat. don't need that stress in my life, <laughs> or the severe disappointment. Like, like this has happened to me so many times. Of like, again, why I'm not wearing hats out in the world or a non-sports hat. Here I am with my Mariners hat. I wear the Mariners hat because I'm live in Seattle and I, I think it's nice to be wearing something that represents your city, you know, but like I'm in the checkout line at the grocery store. I don't know. This is when it comes up. And uh, of course I'm not blaming anybody, but I wish somebody would say, does the, does the fact that you're wearing a Mariner's hat mean that you follow the Mariners? I think most people think that if I saw someone wearing a Mariner's hat, which is why I've realized, (laughs) but somebody, so somebody will just start, Start going all in on Mariners. Like, did you catch the game last week? Literally everybody. I don't know a single player on the Mariners. A single player. And and even that, like, this is what I want to draw attention to, is the extreme, severe disappointment I see on people's faces (laughs) when I tell them. And, 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 I mean, okay, okay, I'll say Because they thought they found a point of connection. Yeah, Felix Hernandez, I think, is one of the big pitchers here. Um, I, I do know, let's see, let's see. Ken Griffey Jr. was one of my favorite players. I posted on Instagram, uh, each hero. These are the players I know. Mm-hmm. So somebody will be like, did you watch the game? Now I'm sitting here before you right now, not knowing if Felix Hernandez is currently <laughs> pitching for the Mariners. Somebody so you did not watch the game. But, but that's the thing is like, even currently somebody will say Felix Hernandez and I'll be like, 
yeah, a pitcher. He's, they're like, what do you mean? Yeah, one of the best pitchers ever. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm sorry, I don't know. And then they'll start saying names and teams and stats, and I'm like, I don't know. And you can tell they're like, the, the, my, the look in my mind is like, you're not a man. You know, like, yeah. Oh, we know you're not a Seattleite even, or like you're an imposter. Take that hat off. I think that they want to say that. Take that hat off. That's, yeah, that's interesting. That's a lot of stress. I do think, yeah, you should probably just not wear those hats anymore. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> an unnecessary stress. Because if I think, if you're looking at it from like, I don't know, the checkers perspective, oh, this person has, like, they're wearing memorabilia of something that, like, I watched. So I saw someone wearing a Steven Universe shirt, and then I was like, True. oh, my gosh, do you watch Fair. Steven Universe? Like, tell me about, like, Don't know Pearl. Steven Universe. They're like, you don't know Steven. I'm like, oh, okay. Why are you wearing that like, shirt? Yeah, like, yeah. I thought we were going to be able to talk about it. <laughs> True. See, you're doing so. a really great job of making sure it doesn't get lopsided. That's true. <laughs> I try. I'm just trying to highlight how stressful it is. I like the look. Scott's walking around stressed. Yeah, I'm walking around stressed. So yeah, I mean, I guess my little rant is, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that sports, sports brings out some good things and bad things in people. I tend to absorb the negative stuff a little bit more extremely than probably the average person, mm-hmm. um, and it makes me skeptical and weary of sports. Like if if, yeah. if the topic comes up, if the opportunity to play it comes up, if the opportunity to watch it comes up, I'm I'm automatically on edge. I'm like, eh, I, I don't need that. I don't need that. And then maybe you guys don't need that either. It does seem that sports in this like viewing of sports and like holding it as such a like sacred thing and a special thing is is a weird normative culture thing where if you don't like love sports it's considered weird and Mm -hmm. we've decided that like sports are normal and sports are what you should do and think and so it it does seem to be naming an aspect of normative culture that doesn't allow for like space for people to not care about sports normative culture that's also an episode someday i think (laughs) but man i often talk about how there's this image of like me entering to a entering a party Mm -hmm. and maybe i've mentioned this even on this podcast but like there's just this assumption that like the girls are going to be upstairs talking, which is what I would prefer to do. And the guys are going to be downstairs, quote unquote, watching the game. And I'm always like, which why? That's BS. Yeah. And I'm always like, gosh, why? And, and, and I've gotten way much better. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to stay upstairs, talk to the girls. But in the early days, I was like, I guess I have to go downstairs and watch <laughs> the game with the guys, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. That's my rant. There's your rant. Yeah. Coming up, I think we have a ruination. About sports? A poem about sports? What's going to happen? <laughs> let's, let's see what happens, everybody. summer I actually go to the gym like almost every day and it's you know what's so great about this gym is that it's empty <laughs> no one else is, is there and it's amazing i love it i love just being there and just being by myself and running uh so i like kind of like doing it in formal 
physical activities. I like walking and wandering. I think one time I walked from, I mean, if you're in Seattle, maybe you'll get this, but from like around like University District, that's where UW is, all the way to uh, Magnuson Park, which is like a three-hour walk. And I think it would have been a lot shorter if I had not, I, d- I was not planning on going to Magnuson Park. I was just like, I'm going to walk and see where I end up. <laughs> and it was at Magnuson Park. I know. So I like being physical. Macy would attest to the fact that sometimes I break into little dances. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't like like it when it's like an into or like not, not, I was going to say like rituals, but I think like an informal game, like, you know, has rules. So it's, it's not that I don't like doing it with other people or I don't like kind of like the rules around something. Yeah, but it's the idea that, you know, when you step onto that field, people expect certain things from you. Mm. And, like, know, are supposed to, like, know who you are. And they can, okay, it's more than expect. It's, like, demand. Mm, Mm. It's, like, they demand something from you. Mm. (laughs) And it's, like, I'm not here for any of that. (laughs) Do not look at me. Do not look at me. Okay, so, because I am kind of excited, and also, I find... You know, I'm not done with this quarter yet, but I finished the rough draft of my master's thesis. <laughs> so I'm, I know, I'm, so I'm going camping with, like, a lighter mind. Um, okay, so this poem is s- supposed to reflect my excited and peaceful state of mind. <laughs> yes. It's called Scouting, so it's pretty... Um, it's by Phil Levine. I really like Phil Levine. I haven't read like a too much of his stuff, um, but he has this collection called "What Work Is," and won the National uh, Book Award. Uh, if you and Phil Levine is like you know, not that easy to understand poems are like lesser poems, but he's pretty accessible. But you can also like see the craft in like his poems. Uh, he's he came from like a working class background, so like a lot of a lot of his poems are about, you know, the experience of like growing up in working class families, having kind of like all these like menial jobs. Uh, so kind of I think of like Bruce Springsteen, but a poet. I don't know uh, how people who like Phil Levine would. I don't listen to a lot of Bruce Springsteen. I just know that he's a point of reference. Okay, I'll read the poem. Scouting by Phil. Levine. I'm the man who gets off the bus at the bare junction of nothing with nothing and then heads back to where we've been as though the future were stashed somewhere in that tangle of events we call where I come from. Where I came from, the fences ran right down to the road and the lone woman leaning back on her front porch as she quietly smoked, asked me, what did I want? Confused as always, I answered, water. And she came to me with a frosted bottle and a cup, shook my hand and said, good luck. That was 40 years ago, you say, when anything was possible. No, it was yesterday. The gray icebox sat on the front porch, the crop 
was tobacco and not yet in. You could hear it sighing out back. The rocker gradually slowed as she came toward me, but never stopped, and the two of us went on living in time. One of her eyes had a pale cast and looked nowhere or into the future, where, without regrets, she would give up the power to grant life, and I would darken like wood left in the rain and then fade into only a hint of the grain. I went higher up the mountain until my breath came in gasps, my sight darkened, and I slept to the side of the road to waken, chilled in the sudden July cold, alone and well. What is it like to come to, nowhere, in darkness, not knowing who you are, not caring if the wind calms, the stars stall in their sudden orbits, the cities below go on without you, screaming and singing? I don't have the answer. I'm scouting, getting the feel of the land, the way the fields step down the mountainsides, hugging their battered, sagging wire fences to themselves, as though both day and night they needed to know their limits. Almost still, the silent dogs wound into sleep, the gray cabins breathing steadily in moonlight. Tomorrow, wakening slowly in the clumps of mountain oak and pine where streams once ran down the little white rock gullies. You can feel the whole country wanting to waken into a child's dream. You can feel the moment reaching back to contain your life and forward to whatever the dawn brings you to. In the dark, you can love this place. He's ending tonight. No explanation, no commentary. A slow, gentle leaving, and he's taking the fire poker with him. Pick that up. That's a first. He's kind of uh, shaking it in his hand like he's a little slightly angry he's going to do something with it, but he's gone, and he has it. He took the fire poker into the kitchen with him. <laughs> that is the rumination for tonight, folks. Thanks, Ruben. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> Um, coming up, we're going to finish off with some listener comments. When we come back. stretch everybody we've got some listener things Hopefully you've coming liked our for sports content tonight yeah it's, this has been fun and chaotic so we <laughs> on instagram we posted scott posted some sports things some sports things um, how more how much more generic could you get <laughs> posted some sports things one of which is a picture that says can't be bad at sports if i don't play i, re- I resonated with that meme so that's why i posted it and then you said question time and offered a lot of questions and just invited people to what give. What do we like about sports? What do we like about watching sports opinions. and problems? Just give us your opinions about sports. And the people came. The people came. Do you want to start with Autumn? Sure. Okay. Um, so Autumn. Hey, Autumn. Uh, she wrote, so 
The sports industry is very interesting. My personal opinion is that they are way overpaid. An NFL makes a million dollars a year and a police officer gets paid $18 an hour. Me, a 15-year-old, could make that much money. Maybe it's that police are underpaid or NFL players are overpaid, but either way, the, pay, the gap should be smaller. Our entertainment or our lives. Wow. This is a fascinating uh, comment. Yeah. Hannah Kais said entertainment pays, which with and a, a soldier shrug, shrug. which Keep. I do think that the sports industry and capitalism and marketing oh, 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 and oh, here we go, here we go. It's just all this huge machine that is taking all of our money. Entertainment, and maybe a little addicted to entertainment. Uh, Sean Chasm said. Athletes are paid that much because they have a skill people are willing oh, to pay for. Oh, he's kind of like co- coming back at autumn. If anything, they're underpaid considering how oh. much they profit the oh. owners and league. I would rather use a teacher as an example rather than law enforcement. I think I would really agree with that point. With more and better teachers, communities need less officers. Good point. Um, we're getting into a, Sean t- Chasm. a different thing. Yeah, I mean, this is really isn't about... Uh, pay and all that but 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 that's good those are all good points i mean i do think in sports a lot of people very quickly get and i am one of them like i am upset with the fact that we allow sports to the sports fiscal industry to exist Mm, the way it mm, does today mm, yeah and we all just buy into it and continue it and well we i don't but Speak yeah, it's true. I, I don't necessarily either, but I guess we as in like a society has signed on to this and placed value at professional sports and it has been like commod- commoditized. Commodified. Commodified, which is, I think, toxic. But mm, Okay, wow. Well, this is, that. I wish we had gotten into that a little bit. But we don't have time, everybody. We're just flying through comments here. Okay. But those are good points. A teacher should get paid more. Police officers <laughs> should get paid, get paid more. more. And I think one of the things Sean Chasm brings up too is this idea that like um, maybe it's not necessarily ultimately the problem that athletes get paid so much, but that uh, owners are getting paid a ton. Yeah, I think I think ultimately the the probably the bigger issue I have with it all is this like giant gap in like mm-hmm. this this industry is like hugely owned by people who are like taking advantage of players and the fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's a a large issue in terms of the way like athletes are brought into this money. I don't think that it's like handled with care and there's not like financial advice, especially like young college kids who are signing contracts and like give, been given like huge amounts of money. Like there's not there isn't a lot of infrastructure to support that. I don't unethical think unethical weirdness. There's a lot of unethical weirdness yeah. and just like, it's strange. We've decided that someone who can has mastered dribbling a ball at a certain way deserves millions of dollars. But then Sean Chasm's right in saying that it's because we've wrapped so much money and in marketing into this industry. We've put, we've placed so much emphasis around yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. I have it's lots weird. of thoughts about that, but I'll get I'll get distracted. Should I read Sedona? Uh, yeah, but I, what you're skipping a bunch. Oh, I go from mine personally goes from Sean Chasm to Sedona. Mine does not. Oh, yes, it does. Mine does. Okay, <laughs> there's some people responding to Autumn, so Autumn set this one off. This mm-hmm. is the chain of comments to Autumn. 
Sedona says to Autumn Sunberg, I think there, there are definitely some professional sports that come along with a big paycheck. While there are also professional sports such as running, that's Sedona's main one, that aren't as glamorous in their pay. I definitely do feel unsettled when I think about the pay gap between some athletes and other professions, specifically those in education, teachers, and I would like to see a difference. I'm not sure what that looks like, but I'm sure it's not just the athletes who are getting paid, quote unquote, too much, but those who profit off of them as well. Good yeah. points. Good yeah. points from Sedona. Okay, what's up next? Um, Autumn be comes fair, back. Be first apparel, 565. Oh, no. No, that's just like an ad. Oh, great. <laughs> um, oh, business as but, usual. But Autumn Sumberg responded to them. Oh, what'd she say? She said, she said to Sean Chasm, I totally agree that teachers deserve much more money than they get paid. Yeah, good We've job, got Autumn. some people who want teachers to get paid more. Yeah, yeah, teachers. It's true. <laughs> okay. Business as usual. That's my friend Travis. He's, he's been responding to us this week. Mm-hmm. He's engaged in the sports talk. Bringing it all. Do you want to read it? Sure. He goes, is surfing a sport? He's a big surfer and everybody, it's a journey for him. Mm-hmm. Like thinking back on my friendship with Travis in college, that's where I met him. Not on his radar. He kind of started skateboarding, but he's a surfer now. He's a big surfer. It's like who he is. Yes. And everything I've ever heard about surfing, he confirms like it's mm. this big life changing spiritual thing. Mm. So mm. listen to the way he just talks about it. This year he talked about it on our annual retreat with my friends and it was like captivating. Hmm. But he says it here. Is surfing a sport? I watch it nonstop. I dream in waves. <laughs> I play fantasy surf with my homies, and it is amazing. I, I don't know what he means by I that. I don't know either. What does he mean? Travis, <laughs> I play fantasy surf with my homies. Is it like fantasy football, but with fantasy <laughs> surf? You like pick know. a surfer? Travis, that deserves some explanation, man. You can't just say a sentence like that. I play fantasy <laughs> surf with my homies, and it's amazing. Nobody knows what you're talking about. My wife even plays? <laughs> what are you talking about? We get pretty amped. Okay. I watch some baseball as well. That's more nostalgic for me. It reminds me of being at my grandfather's house in Iowa watching the Cubs. That's something we didn't really touch on, but I do appreciate. I do appreciate trying to be less cynical that there is like um, some real family nostalgic connection mm-hmm. over teams. We go to the game. We all have this thing mm-hmm. we support. It brings people together to have something to rally yeah, behind. I don't want it to, and I don't, but I see it. I see it. It and I, feels, sometimes I think sports feels like a weird, like, it has all these wonderful things that it offers, but it's also so distorted and not getting at the, like, it ha- it, it brings out a lot of wonderful things, but it's like, why did we need sports mm, for these well, things that, to be brought that forward? That is what I would agree with. But I also want to just support. <laughs> support you the know, sports. And not be too judgmental. But true. Why did we need sports? Can't we just sit and talk? Mm-hmm. You know? <sighs> I don't know. Okay. Sorry, everybody. Hannah Kyes, who was our featured eight on our eight Enneagram podcast. But maybe she's a one. We don't know. Yeah, true. Um, said, I love sports. If I don't have sports, <laughs> I wouldn't have some of the close my closest friends. And sweet, this is the counterpoints we need tonight. Yeah, and Hannah's a senior in high school. I would have said the exact same sentence probably in high school. In high school, I also also that for me, I really need to get my energy out. And if I didn't play sports, I would actually go crazy. And I don't know if people would like being around me. I wouldn't like being around me. 
Although downsides of playing sports are injuries, sometimes, lots of times, I go too hard and I hurt myself or put myself in positions to get hurt because I care so much about the sport. Mm. And then it's a bummer because then I can't do my sport and I go crazy. <laughs> and she does have like a rolled ankle right now. She's walking <laughs> She's around with crushes. <laughs> yeah. I Whoops the daisies. I think I can really relate to this. I think there is something really true about some people really need to get their energy out. And have an out like a place where they can go and do that. And sports mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is a healthy way to act mm-hmm. upon some sometimes, impulses. Sometimes it's, it's healthier than it being bottled up and then it coming out in a violent way. I well, boxing. I mean, that was the thing mm-hmm. I posted about Mike Tyson. And I, I still don't quite know about boxing. I still don't quite know how it's all just happening. It's just a bunch of punching in the face <laughs> right out in the open. We're just affirming this activity, you know. It's true. It's People like, are getting knocked out. You know, the goal. The goal yeah. is to like I can't stand up someone yeah. and make them so they can't. Yeah, I mean, we get wrapped up about the NFL concussions. Like we're watching boxing. Everybody, <laughs> people are getting paid millions of dollars for this. Yeah, Holy smokes! Okay, Adam Sumberg. Adam Sumberg comes back. She Ooh, says, follow-up. "Follow up." Don't get me wrong. I think it's beautiful that someone can pursue something they love and have a passion for and make a living from it. Sports teams can be a second family or first family for that matter. That's true. A place where you go for support and people build you up and who all share the passion for that sport. That's pretty cool. To be around other people that uh, love, yeah, to be around other people that love something just as much as you can and enjoy it together. And then some good emojis. I think that's really true. I mean, it... It can be like a family. And I think there's something about sports where you see people like pushing their bodies and pushing their minds sometimes. And it's and it's emotional. And so you you work together with mm. that, with other people. Yeah, like you maybe have maybe a I never goal. experienced it. I, I can see it, but I don't think I ever experienced that. Yeah, maybe you the have real a real team. Yeah, a team vibe. Yeah. Um, I felt so supported by my team. And maybe it's because I never wanted to be on a team. Yeah, it's maybe not a team player. It. I don't think I'm a team player. That's probably not. Maybe with no small thing. I think I'm a mild team player. I think you're a team player. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mama Pavlik says. This is a new one. Do we know her? I don't think so. She's a new one. She just got right on here, which I like. Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs) As a parent, which here we go, a nice parenting. This is a good comment, by the way. I see many other parents forcing their very young kids into sports. And that's something I extremely dislike about the whole sports mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. A child as young as three doesn't need to be pushed into an activity just because the parents want to live vicariously through them. Well said. When a child is old enough to verbalize their desire to play a sport, by all means, let them. But a toddler doesn't need to be doing competitive sports. Yes. I played soccer myself, and it was fun, but honestly, didn't really impact my life in some big positive ways like arts and theater did. Mm. Different strokes for different folks, I suppose. More shrugs. Shrug More emojis. Shrug. I didn't say Are you here this. for this comment? I'm really here for this comment. I haven't said this, but because sports was like the extra cur- extracurricular activity that I was like by means of like my family culture, what I was surrounded with, all those things, sports was like the outlet. The arts and music was completely like pushed to the side. Isn't that in interesting like for you? My development. Yeah, what would you have been doing, I wonder? Paint? I know. I, Photography. I didn't pursue paint and art until I was in my like early 20s hmm. like 20 and I think I have I'm sad that I that part wasn't cultivated because so much of my emphasis was just on sports there was no time to cultivate that can't paint today you got your game got practice got soccer got tennis yeah Woo. Got to do it all um, wow no I think this is a really good a good comment um 
I I work at a preschool and we have a lot of kids that do some sports mm-hmm. and I can see a lot of the benefits in terms for them of like being a part of a team and loving that. And I think for a lot of the kids, it does feel um, like something they're very excited about. But I don't think with all of them. It's tough, man. Chris Kuhn. Uh, Chris Kuhn says, bold claim. Only downside to playing sports is injury. Everything else is a positive. That is a bold claim, Chris. I have to disagree, but I appreciate your bold claim and I, I, I encourage it. Keep making bold claims. I'm just going to have a bold pushback. That's not the only negative. It's definitely not the only negative. Yeah. But I know I know Chris loves sports, and Chris probably more than even Hannah sometimes to a certain extent is, like, really living the sports life. You know, mm-hmm. like, he's out there competing at a very high level. Um, so go, 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 Chris. Go, Chris. But, I mean, also, I think there's no way the only downside is just injury. Well, I mean, maybe that's what he's experienced so far at this point in his life. Yeah, we've 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 established we've that that's established. not the only downside. Yeah. So, Chris, listen to our whole podcast, and you'll see some other downsides. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's here comes Sedona. Sedona. Sedona's coming in hot this week. Um, she really is. As someone who grew up playing any sport they could find to be a part of, I can't imagine my life without sports. I think I owe a lot of my own growth and development as an individual to the presence of sports in my life. This is this is what we need. This mm-hmm. is the comment. This is this is real. Some of that growth comes from being a part of teams and working with others to accomplish a common goal. And some of that growth growth comes from the dark and difficult places your body and mind go when you are pushing it to the limits. Truth. I think there is so much good in sports, and for many people, their experience in sports helps shape who they are. I know for me it has helped and continues to do so each and every day. Yep. That's what we need to know. I do think Sedona brings up a good point of like pushing yourself. I like sports sports challenged and pushed me in ways that I wouldn't have been pushed if it weren't for sports and like being a part of teams and like there were like I did look I played lacrosse in high school and more preppy sports <laughs> the plot thickens and I like lacrosse have, I gotta see some pictures of that <laughs> <laughs> I had never been pushed like physically like I was in lacrosse and I played sports for so long and was very athletic but it like grew me mentally that Mm. I would still show up and do things I didn't think I was capable of doing oh well it's true I mean like like we said you are a good team player you know you work hard uh I can't say I really have those same qualities so maybe it's (laughs) because my lack of of sports yeah I think sports is a way okay are we going to do uh, the other listener comments? Is people just sharing their favorite? Sure. Yeah, I posted something that, of uh, people sharing. I invited people to share some of their favorite athletes. So it might be kind of fun to read some of these. For me, I posted just maybe for some fun nostalgic vibes. I, 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 I actually did have like a bedroom where I had like posters of athletes in my room for a while. I was like, I was, I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of like, uh, growing up, you would have considered me a sports fan, Hmm. you know, mild, but I was there. I, like I said, I was collecting baseball cards. So Jose Canseco was a big first one for me. I remember like getting his baseball card and he was part of the Bash Brothers Oakland Athletics, but Ken Griffey Jr. was a huge, huge person for me because he was Seattle and he was just a cool guy and young. And, um, but I posted Bo Jackson on here, like. Bo Jackson was huge for people my age at the time because he played both baseball and football. 
and was very successful and good at both. Hmm. Uh, he played for the uh, Oakland or L.A. Raiders, and he played for the Royals for the baseball, for the baseballs. For the baseballs. <laughs> and uh, I also played a video game. This will be nostalgic for anybody my age, but like I played a video game called Tech Mobile, which was on... Nintendo, and if you played with the Raiders and played with Bo Jackson, you were like basically unbeatable. Oh, but um, I put Hulk Hogan in there, Ric Flair. These are all wrestlers that we watched pretty religiously. Um, Michael Jordan. You could not be, you couldn't live and not be a Michael Jordan fan. He was just everywhere, you know. Yeah. I don't know who else I put in there. I think that was about it. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was huge. I played Mike Tyson's Punch Out. People were obsessed with Mike Tyson. I was. I thought he was so cool. Yeah, he, he, I mean, we all know he's a little, I don't know, out there now, I'd say. But um, There's I think something he was alluring then, about it. Woo! I do like think... Like, he had, like, 40 knockouts. Unbeatable. See, you're naming this this need that sports... Maybe need's not the right word, but sports tend to fill this, like, we as humans were drawn towards, like, idolizing people and yeah. having heroes and having someone to look up to. And sports gives us an outlet yeah. to, or a way to do that. To idolize? <laughs> kind of. I, this was, I won't share my people, but the one person that wasn't put in the slideshow because Scott didn't see it was Serena Williams, who was, like, my number one sports hero. Yeah, I feel bad I didn't put that in there. Um, Serena Williams is, like, one of the most epic tennis players ever, and I used to watch her so much. She was, like, just so bold and courageous on the court and like never gave up. And I, I like admired the way she played tennis so aggressively and it, it like her tennis game was like affected my tennis mm. game so much. Mm. So Serena Williams was like Macy's tennis hero. game. We should make a video of that someday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it really nice. Maybe one day I'll take Scott out and we'll play tennis. Oh my make gosh. A what a thing. <laughs> what a thing. Cause I've never played. So, um, okay. So some, let's like read some, Things people said. Here we go. Should we start off? You want to start off with Grandma Janet? My mom. She said Steffi Graf and Ivan Lendl. Who's Ivan Lendl? Don't know. Don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't Graf's know either. Um, Steffi Graf? Who's that? Tennis. Oh, don't know. My okay. mom loves Steffi Graf. Here comes Sedona again, coming in hot with some sports talk. This, this really brought out Sedona this week. Derek Jeter of the New York Yankees. Thank you. By the way, Sedona, for telling me. Yeah. I think I knew that, but uh, thank you. Derek Jeter of the New York Yankees was for sure my sports hero growing up. My whole family lives out on the East Coast, so naturally I adopted those teams and players. Today my hero is, okay, this is where it gets fun. Mm-hmm. Don't know these people, so I'm going to mispronounce it, but it just shows this may be an obvious person to Sedona, and she'll be like, I can't believe you don't know who that is. <laughs> Today my hero is Alexi Papas. Papas, probably. She's an American long-distance runner. Okay, thanks for telling me again. Uh, okay, S- Sedona's setting the bar for good, <laughs> thorough comments, everybody. Do what Sedona does. She's an or American... whatever you want to yeah. do. Nope, nope. Do Sedona. <laughs> do what Sedona does. She's an American long-distance runner and Olympian who trains in Mammoth Lakes, California. She's from Greece, and she ran for Dartmouth in the University of Oregon. Wow. I admire her as a runner myself, but I particularly admire her ability to balance her sport as a career and a passion, as well as pursuing her other interests of film production, poetry, and the arts as she trains as a professional athlete. Wow, that is See, a very nice, substantial comment. It contributes to this episode. <laughs> the content is spot on. Thank you, Sedona. Thank you. Big, oh, my goodness. Big fan of that. Okay, so then JLS. This is Jenny Spore. Jenny Spore 
did some hashtags. Yeah, she took it hashtag to a Dorothy Hamill. Don't know who that is. Don't know. Hashtag FloJo. No FloJo. Don't know. Oh, who's FloJo? She. I th- I'm pretty sure everybody. Don't be mad at me, but I'm pretty sure she was an Olympic runner. Okay. Um, I I forget her actual full name, but FloJo was. Yeah. Hashtag Mary Loretton. I think Mary Lou Retton. I th- I think she might be a tennis player. Mary Lou Retton. Oh. She might be a runner. Let's click on the hashtag. Oh yeah, yeah. What does it give you? Um, Tennis? Um, gymnastics. Oh, Mary Lou Retton. Yeah. Uh, Olympic gold medalist, it looks like. Okay. Okay, and then hashtag Gen X. Gen X. Let's, oh, I think those are all like Gen X type people. I think that was so. like me. <laughs> These are like her version because we're the same age. With the winky face. Yeah. Um, Gen X. And then Birdie's, Birdie Mandigy, who was on our Meet the Mandigy mm-hmm. episode, uh, said Ray Allen. Yep. That, he w- now, he, Ray Allen was a big Supersonics player. So oh. that's a Seattle. In right there. But he, Ray Allen was also the star of a show or a movie called He Got Game with Denzel Washington. Hmm. So he's an actual NBA player, and then he was in that cool movie. Uh, Theory Henry? Don't know who that is. Don't Sorry, know. Birdie. Theory, Theory Henry. Don't know who that is, but cool. Um, Here comes business as oh, usual, my friend Travis. Okay, Travis says, man, when I was super little, I loved Cal Ripken Jr. Now, see, listen to this, everybody. Cal Ripken Jr., this is a, just a random baseball player, but because there was a season in my life where I followed sports, I know who that is. Yes. And he played for the Baltimore Orioles. Pretty sure he was a shortstop. So <laughs> then in my college years, it was <laughs> Terji Hawkinson. I think these must be skateboarders. Jamie Thomas, Travis Rice. Oh, yeah. I think it is. Don't know. Funny thing is, as I changed favorite alternative type sports, the dudes ended up being fairly close to me in age. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Travis, thanks. But I see here, side note. Travis, take a note from Sedona and explain who these freaking people are. I don't know who these people are. And give us a little bit more explanation of why you like them. (laughs) Did we ask for that? (laughs) Um, Uh, This person liked also Raphael. Nadal. Nadal. Oh, I love Nadal. Don't follow follow sports. Don't follow any of these things. I at one point really cared about like who was like tennis, tennis, like who was ranked in the world of tennis. It's really important information. I know it really is. Okay. I think this is sports. We did it. This was crazy. Okay. I just have to name. I think we contradict ourselves a lot. Uh, okay, and but I think that's fine. the beauty of it. Yeah, I think we're trying to say, like, that's okay. We we are all always contradicting ourselves. Let me explain my contradiction. Please. My default is I don't like sports. And I'm just going to be straight up honest and say I think they are toxic. However, I'm trying to be open-minded. So that's why I think I've probably sensed some, some contradiction. Yeah, I, 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 when I say I don't like sports, I'm just being honest with my gut reaction, but I'm trying and I'm trying to see it. Yeah, I think I have, let's say my default is like major nostalgia and closeness to sports mm-hmm. and like a weird love, but then also an intellectual major questioning of the whole what is it? thing what and are we doing, and concept. So we're teetering. And I also like want to clarify that I like generally playing sports and I like athleticism and physical activity. Um, but that was just another thing. I mean, this is part of my rant, but like, you know, I, I, I again, I'm turning 40 in August. Just so everybody it's knows. Happening. But like you watch as somebody my age and your age too, you know what this feels like. Like as you're growing up, people are starting to mature. Some of the things even out, some of the, some of the, 
arguments and the toxicity and the, and the just the the drama sort of, sort of starts to settle. Not in and sports. Like, yeah, all of a sudden, that's the one area where all of a sudden, like we're like mature, level-headed guys or girls talking, and then you play some sports, and it's like crazy, like second grader vibes. Come I out. Get, you know, I you're like what the heck is going on? Second grader vibes come out of me when <laughs> I play so sports. So weird. It is so weird. And maybe that's fun for people, but for me, I'm just like, no, thank you, <laughs> no, thank you. Not gonna do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, if you've That's made it. it to this, thank you so much. Good job, everybody. Gold stars, awards, trophies are appropriate for this episode. You I get think trophies, so. medal. medal, you get trophies, a medal. medals, a awards. You're on the the podium. Top, the podium. <laughs> you did it. Okay. To the end, clap, cheers. Good night. Woo. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week. Sports.